Les Habitants going to the Stanley Cup final for the first time in 28 years. They are the first Canadian team to appear in a Stanley Cup final since the Vancouver Canucks did it in 2011. They are looking to become the first team to win it since that Canadians team did it 28 years ago. They will take on the winner of uh, the game seven between the Islanders and the Lightning. Did anybody else see the scenes out of Montreal last night? I did, yeah. Yeah, it was nuts. Unbelievable. They were going crazy. Okay, bigger. what would be a bigger reaction? What we saw last night or if the MLB announces the Expos are coming back? Oh, no, the Expos can't even come close to the Montreal Canadiens going to a Stanley Cup final. That's just going. They haven't even really won anything yet. Yeah, but they're getting closer than they have been in a long time. And would it be a bigger scene out of Toronto than it is in in Yeah. Yeah, it probably would be. I think Toronto would make a bigger deal. Well, Toronto, you might see this if they just won a damn series. They can't even do that. They're starving for a winning hockey team in Toronto. Well, Montreal was too, but Montreal, at least over the last, let's say, 15 years, they have had limited success in the playoffs. There was the run by Carey Price that eventually turned into the Dustin Tokarski series after Chris Kreider took him out. There was several playoff series against the Boston Bruins that went both ways. They've had their playoff moments, unlike Toronto, where it's just been losing for the past 17 seasons. If you Did get you there, you're out in the first round. Three to one lead. Three of the last six matchups against Toronto in the first round have gone on uh, that have beaten Toronto in the playoffs have gone on to win the Stanley Cup. Well, I know we, I know it was talked about earlier in this playoff. The winner of Toronto, Montreal, every year it's has, happened yeah. in NHL history, has won the Stanley Cup. Well, I'm just talking people that took Montreal out of the playoffs. Three of the last six that have done it have made it to the Stanley Cup. It's just tough. It was Boston twice, and uh, oh, I can't remember. Listen, does that make you feel a little better as a Toronto fan, though? You lost to the team that made it to the finals. No. Well, when it happens three out of six years, no, not at all. No, at this point, you just want to win. Yeah. You don't really care who it's against. You don't really care. Like, and every loss just hurts more. Like, when they went up 3 1 over Montreal, like, I for one thought that series was over. So did I would say 90% of the hockey world because Montreal had shown little to no pulse up until midway through game five. I said earlier this year. If you get the if the, the Americans take the World Juniors from Canada, Canada's getting the Stanley Cup back. I'm just saying they can't beat the Lightning, right? Yes, they can. And no, yeah, they, they can. can't. Don't. Yes, do that. they can. You if you go to the Stanley Cup play, final, uh, you already have a chance. All you gotta do is win four games. Tony, you oh, said yes. about Vegas. You've been against. I know what I said teams. about Vegas, but Tampa Bay is better than Vegas. It you doesn't matter. Vegas. You said that about Winnipeg. You said that about Toronto. Said that about every team they've played. Played so they far. Can't they can't beat the Lightning? There's no way. Harry Price. I don't, need, I don't even know if the Islanders can beat them tonight in a game seven in Tampa. Tony, Tony, I'm not saying they will beat the Lightning. I'm saying they can beat the Lightning. It's all because of one hot. man. I'm it's saying the one beat, man will beat the Lightning. And Nick Suzuki. Mm. It's Old more. Uh, it's not even him. It's none of them. You can take them out, put in scrubs. Mark Bergman. You can't carry price. You no, cannot no, no. Put I'm in saying scrubs. if you put in scrubs, they're losing games probably one nothing, two nothing. Because Carey Price is just doing that now. Yeah, Their but defense cool. last night for a majority of that game 
wasn't great. Tampa, uh, Vegas was getting shots almost at will for the last two periods. And Carey Price just decided I'm not going to let in more than two goals. And the story with Carey Price has been his whole career. If you score two goals, you're at least getting to overtime with him. It's as simple as that. And they did that last night. Artari Lekkonen puts in the game winner to send to the Stanley Cup final. It's just insane. So, so basically, you can't put in scrubs. No, because if you put in, need, no, I'm saying I'm lose. not. I did. I never said if you put in scrubs, they would win. If you put in scrubs, you would lose two nothing. Every game because Carey Price is not allowing more than two goals a game. Not right now. At what point do we say Vegas cannot get over the hump? Because this is year four now, where it's they or three that they've been really highly competitive and they've been hyped up, and they can't get past now the conference finals. Besides their first year. Oh, well, they're interesting because this is their fourth year of existence. And this team looks drastically different than that first year expansion team. They've went out, they've gotten your Alex Petrangelo. They've gotten your Mark Stone. They made moves outside of that original expansion draft team. Uh, I, I would say if there's some kind of loss next year, then you start to worry. I think they're going to lose some pieces this year. I think Alex Martinez is out of there and he scored a big goal. Uh, for them to tie up the game in game six. I do think they move on from one of the goalies to free up cap space. Because if you let Martinez walk and you let either one of Robin Leonard or Marc-Andre Fleury go, that opens you up again where you can bring on a decent-sized piece at a decent-sized salary. Maybe, I don't know, you throw in a couple more pieces, you go get a Jack Eichel. Not that they need it. Not that they need it at all but that's a Vegas type move aggressive going all out. Imagine him centering that first line instead of Chandler Stevenson, man, all the it's, it's to, different. All the loose to Colorado in the conference final, huh? <laughs> all, all the loose to Montreal, apparently in the conference final, the Montreal Canadians, Western conference champs. They man, Vegas blew through Colorado. Made it look just easy. to get stifled by the Canadians. They also almost lost to Minnesota. They did. The only team they didn't struggle with was the best team in the league, which doesn't make any sense. Which means the Islanders are winning tonight. And we're getting Montreal, New York. Well, just as everybody what do you thought. Think of that, uh, That's what I want. There, Tony. If it's Not that, give me you'd Mon- expect to see. If it's that, give me Montreal in six. See, I say give me the Isles in five. Yeah, it's, I'd root for yeah. the Isles for sure. But the thing is, I, I mean, in a league that has Crosby, McDavid, Ovechkin, Drysidle, Mc- McKinnon, all these speed guys, your top forwards going into the Stanley Cup final, Matt Barzell excluded, your top forwards heading into the Stanley Cup final are your Josh Bailey's your Nick Suzuki's, your Corey Perry's of the world. Tyler Toffoli. Tyler Toffoli is going to be outside of Matt Barzell, probably the best offensive player on the ice in that series. I figured it out. The Vegas Golden Knights cannot beat Corey Perry. That's what it is. All of a sudden, Corey Corey Perry. Perry. Rent free. There's just no... There's there's not... I mean, there's two teams, the New York Rangers and the Dallas Stars finished higher than the Montreal Canadiens in the standings 
they miss the playoffs. Montreal will be playing for a Stanley Cup starting Monday. You know, it'd be awesome is if one of the, either the Rangers or the Stars would have got the number one pick in the draft. And then you would have had somebody picking first and a team below them literally playing in the Stanley Cup. Yeah. It, there's no... This reminds me a little... I'm trying to think of like a sports run recently that it reminds me of. The only thing I can really think of is the Nationals. That's what I refer what about back the Mets to. in 2015. What, what about the Kings in 2012? The Kings in 2012, I mean... The Kings never faced adversity in the first three rounds. They walked through, what was it, Vancouver in the first round? Walked through Vancouver. Walked through Chicago. Walked through Arizona. No, walked through Nashville. Then walked through Arizona. Walked through Phoenix. They lost two games uh, en route to going to the Stanley Cup. They lost as many games in the finals as they did in the first three rounds. I think of that Nationals run. Because think of the wild, they were down in the wild card game to Milwaukee. And it could have been over right then and there. They were down multiple okay. runs, multiple different times in that game. The yeah. Kings, the Kings beat Vancouver in five, swept St. Louis, St. Louis. Lost, lost once to Phoenix, and then lost and then to beat New, New Jersey. Jersey in six. Lost two games in the Stanley Cup final, matched what? the amount of games they lost in the first three rounds. What about the Oilers? All those years ago, fifteen years ago. I'm talking. I'm talking recent. I was thinking last ten years, basically. Uh, I I take football out of it because it's like one game. You can't get down. This, like this year's Atlanta was, Hawks. Yeah, th- what a year! You have a team like the Atlanta Hawks and the Montreal Canadiens doing this, and nobody would have told you that earlier in the season. Nobody would have told you that three weeks ago. Watch them both win the win the championship. Even the Islanders. They were the bottom team in that division. Granted, they had still like 15 more points than the Montreal Canadiens. But you're going to have potentially two four seeds. At the very worst, you're having a a three play of four because Tampa Bay was a three seed. The New Jersey Devils had five less wins than Montreal. And they finished in the league. And Montreal's playing for a Stanley Cup Monday. All because of one man. After somehow seven years of average goaltending in the play in the regular season, he's back to the level we saw in 2014. It's insane. Now I understand why Chris Kreider took out Carey Price. Because if he didn't, they literally wouldn't have stopped him. And your Stanley Cup final that year would have been Kings Canadians. It, it's ridiculous. I've never seen a goalie be able to turn it on like Mon- like Carey Price. And I know they say the Canadians are built for the playoffs. They're better built for the playoffs than any other team. But, like, that can only get you so far. But how, so how many times have they lost in the first or second round when they're coming off a division title? Granted. Granted. But we should at least be past the years of Carey Price being purely dominant. There is nothing in his stats over the last couple of seasons that say this is possible. Not a single thing. He's just he a clutch making... player. I don't even know if it's that. He just knows when to come alive. I don't know. I feel like that's just – it could be just part of the way he plays. There are some players that, that don't show up come April, and then there's some that do. Yeah. The last couple of games, it, he was making saves – 
reminiscent of the year he won the heart. He's flying across the crease, and he's not an he's definitely not a great mobile goaltender anymore. He's reading everything. He's swallowing up shots. He's not allowing rebounds. He's moving across the crease. The one save, I believe it was on Mark Stone on the pass from Alec Martinez, right from the outside to the dead slot. He kicks the left pad out like it was nothing and didn't even provide a bad rebound in the process. And the other thing is this. If Montreal wins the cup this year, the Carey Price contract, the Bergevin extension, worth it. every draft pick was all worth it. And we have no right to criticize them anymore. All worth it. For one cup. And the general manager up there, Mark Bergevin, he, he, he might be GM for life. Since when did he turn into Doc Brown? Do you remember, I want to say it was six years ago, where you hadn't seen Mark Bergevin in a while. I think he showed up for the draft, absolutely jacked. And then he decided he was going to grow his hair out. This is the final evolution of Mark Bergevin. This is the final boss. Yes. And it it somehow puts the Canadians in the Stanley Cup final. Also, imagine explaining that team picture last night to somebody two years ago. Here are the Montreal Canadiens, a team that looked like they were on the decline from the goaltending position out because it looked like that contract wasn't worth it, and they kept throwing veterans in there, and they weren't doing anything. Here they are winning the Western Conference Championship trophy in a basically an empty building. They think you're nuts. <laughs> On the heels of Carey Price posting a sub two goals against average throughout the playoffs. Becky Max Domi regrets requesting that trade to Columbus now, doesn't he? It, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. The Montreal Canadiens might end the slump for Canada. And I, I watch, and if the Islanders go, I'm rooting for the Islanders. It's as simple as that. There's too much connection there with my devil's fandom. I'm rooting for Montreal no matter what. But That's the difference between me and you. But I look at you and I say, could the Canadians turn around next year and do this again? Maybe. Who the hell knows? How much longer does Price have in the tank, though? Dude, before this season, I would have said he is not worth the contract. He has nothing really left in the tank. He's an average starting goaltender at best. And those statements would have rang true up until April. (laughs) Until Carey Price decided to not make sense anymore. It's insane. It's insane. Zach, how are your Mets doing? Not too good. I saw a little thing here. Was it Aaron Nola? Yeah, Aaron Nola had the RBI to take the lead today. We oh, haven't been talking, hitting. I was talking about the fact he struck out 10 consecutive batters. Well, that too. That's not to good. Break tied Tom Seaver's record. Tom Seaver's record, record. yeah. Yep. It, it's, not good. it's not looking good for our hitting. At least Lindor over the last month has been much better compared to the month before. But overall, in the last two weeks, we have been hitting. We, I'm pretty sure... We were shut out in four out of seven games before this past two days. And it's not very good. <laughs> so we're, we're getting Nimmo back Monday and we've got Conforto and McNeil 
put into the lineup and immediately doing stuff. So I'm happy and hopefully that'll stay, but we're not going to win this division if we can't hit and we got to, we got to hit. The Mets are three and a half games above Washington, who is suddenly surging. And Philly, if we lose this series to Philly, that wouldn't be good either. So we need to start hitting. This is a big week and a half stretch where we play Atlanta, Miami, Washington, and Philly this weekend. What has gotten into Kyle Schwarber lately? Down I have no Washington? idea. He's hitting bombs. He is down mashing there. down there. It's the no-sicky substance. Yeah. He had the three-home run game against the Mets. And he hasn't stopped hitting since then. Yeah. It's just it's put ridiculous him on a whole tear he's, he's looking like the, the Kyle Schwarber from back in 2015, 2016. Yep. Zach, did you see what happened in the Arizona Milwaukee game a couple of days ago? I did not. So some guy from Milwaukee, I forget who it was, hits it, it's a base hit, but Dan Vogelbach trips on I think either cross on third or like running home. Yeah. So he's hobbling. Like he's like he's very clearly he's hurt. hurt. He's, he's out hurt. for six yeah. weeks. He's out for six weeks. That was the result for six weeks. I didn't know that, but here's the thing. Arizona didn't the players on the Diamondbacks didn't see him coming home and he just hobbled his way home. He just scored like that. Yeah. And you want to hear the best God. See, is that worse than the pirates play? It gets better. Milwaukee only one by one. Jeez. Dude. The, I, I don't know. I think it was the second baseman is standing just behind the bag at second base, and the catcher he's a- is screaming at right, him, yep. yelling, at and he's it, just yep. looking at him. He didn't, he didn't throw the ball. See, like it's hard to, now. You have an argument for two teams for worse than. I mean, Pittsburgh mentally is the worst team in the league, but actually winning games, it's Arizona, and it's just a competing fight for the bottom of the NL. Arizona's <laughs> last road win was the mad bum no-hitter. Wow. Jesus. They haven't won on the road since. Wow, you get a no-hitter, and then you don't win 17 straight games. <laughs> did you guys uh, Did you guys see the All-Star game jerseys for this year? They are disgusting. I want to be able to be the first person to say that here because they. Are, I don't even want to watch the game anymore. We'll watch the home run derby. I'll watch the home run derby. That's about it. Those jerseys are god awful. Why did also, they, they? They did too much. They announced that they're wearing them during the game. So what's the what? Which is the first time they've done that because usually you wear your team's jersey during the game. Yeah. Like if you're no, the I AL was, and the AL, I thought the it was the team. National League jerseys and the AL jerseys. No, they always wore jerseys. Those were the only jerseys for like the home run derby and stuff. Oh, okay. Let's say the AL was the home team. Yankees players would be in pinstripes. Mm. And the Mets were the away team. You'd be wearing the Mets players be wearing their grays. I, I just think that they, they were trying too hard with these jerseys. And then they pretty much just shit out. Like, like what are those logos on the side? Like, it, it's, it's not even awful. a full button down. No. It's a two button. It looks like a BP jersey. That's insane. It's you, do you do you think a factor of moving these the the All Star game on such such short notice had anything to do with that? No, because I yeah. feel like you could still follow the same template. Yeah, just change around just change the, the little stuff on it. By the way, Zach, I texted Tony this: the uh, Phoenix Suns Valley jerseys are available in T-shirt form online now. Really? Yeah, yeah those are those nice. Valley jerseys are. I get one of those. Yeah. I think they got Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Mikael Bridges, and I think they're working on DeAndre Ayton. But yeah, overall, tough, 
tough week or two coming up for the Mets, and we'll see how we uh how we are coming out of it. I'm pretty sure we have 17 straight days without a a, a day right. off. Yeah. So we'll see how we are at the end of this. But it, it honestly, it could go either way at this point. We could be third in the division, or we could be first still. It's it's a toss up at the moment. Yankees have their biggest uh, biggest series of the season coming up too. They, oh the yeah, Red Sox Boston. this weekend. I actually yeah. bet on Boston tonight. Good. <laughs> Listen, Boston on the first game in Boston. That's a lock, and mm. they're dogs. I had to take that. The if best. the Yankees can somehow turn around and sweep this series, be uh, there'll huge be a game them. behind yeah. them. Yep, but the because the Rays are also in a free fall all the, of a sudden. Yeah. yeah, they how many they lost like six or seven in a row. Yeah. I'm pretty it's like seven. By, yeah, eight of the last Seattle. nine. Getting swept by Seattle's a tough scene. Yeah, you're starting to see it, and still the Giants just destroying the ball and being roll. able to win every every Let day roll. almost. Let them roll. I'm all for I, I'm all for the Giants I'm this year. I'm all for that. How about the Cubs throwing a no-hitter last night? Yeah, you combined no-hitter. And did you see uh, – I forgot who was the Craig closer. Kimbrell had no Kimbrell idea. had no idea. He, he finished None. that game thinking it was just any normal game. <laughs> the Cubs no-hitter was the first in MLB history that they – that a team threw a no hitter against three former MVPs. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and that's now seven uh, no hitters on the year. Well, eight if you include Mad Bum. Yeah, which I, I kind of do. I do. Yeah. I do. It's still seven innings. And they, they they're the sh- ones that wanted to make it a seven yeah, inning. They game. shorten the game. They're yeah. still playing within the parameters of the game. Yes. They changed like the, the rules game. If stuff. the game was canceled early, fine. Not a no yeah. hitter. But you played a full the, game. The best sports news. Of the week, no doubt, we're getting throwback jerseys back for the NFL. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah, they finally changed the one helmet rule. He go to two helmets. Yes. Which, why was that always a rule? Because that that shouldn't really matter. No, no, it it makes sense. Yeah. Because every player has a certain amount of helmets fitted toward them. Mm. If you add in an alternate helmet, you got to get a whole nother set of helmets for the player. Uh, I don't think you need a whole nother set. I think you literally just need one extra helmet. Yeah, you Uh, you said that to me yesterday, and I still don't understand how you could think that. Yeah, no. What do you mean? You're you're going to three contact a full season. You're going to need more than one helmet. Yeah. They practice in that helmet for the week, for for the whole week. Yeah. Right. They don't use the same helmet in practice for the game. You have one helmet, then you have your backup helmet. Okay, sure. And then so you, you probably helmets. have a third helmet. Two new helmets. You don't need three. If you need three. a backup, one for I, practice, I understand two that. for games, just in case that. No, other one what breaks. do you need? What do you need to wear the alternate helmet for in practice? To break it in. No, yeah, but if you, it's, you're just going to expect them to be comfortable in that up, helmet. Hold up. What? It's the same helmet. Uh, the only thing that's changed is the stuff on the outside. Inside, it's the same helmet they wear all all the time. If it's no, the same it's exact new, it's helmet. new padding and everything. It's, yeah, the whole helmet. Okay, yes. Okay. So why aren't they wearing the same helmet in practice that they're going to wear in the game? They are. Okay. So I'm why not do you saying need a they're not. Because you need two extra helmets. Yeah. You need, what do you two, need two extra helmets for. Well, if you're a quarterback, especially. Yeah, the microphone. Because I've seen radios go in helmets yep. in games every single time. They go. Yeah, every sure quarterback has a, a helmet, has a helmet radio go once a year. And they have a second one. I don't think you need a third. What if the radio goes in the second one? 
That's then just use hand signs, man. What if you get hit harder than the helmet breaks? Then they shouldn't be playing anymore because they're clearly concussed. (laughs) If you break your fucking helmet on a hit, you got concussed. I mean, I'm not talking like the helmet splits in half here, Trish. I'm talking like maybe one of the buttons for the chin strap or something. A visor pops off. Yeah. How many? Okay. That's what you have a second helmet for. I don't see the need for three. How many fingers am I holding up? Two. You're good. Get back in the game. You need three helmets. Eric, that joke really doesn't work on a podcast because no one can see how many fingers you actually held up. Oh, I know. <laughs> you went for it anyway. I love yep. it. Bold move. All right, how many helmets does an NFL player have? Per NFL rules, players only should use one helmet over the course of a season, but NFL equipment staffs hold two or three that are already broken into their player. So that makes sense. Over And now with the extra game, you never know what could happen. It's definitely worth it to have that extra helmet or two. Yeah, you know, I understand nobody's... having – yeah, but not every player has three helmets. I'm sure there are some players in the league, like kickers, who only have one. Well, yeah, you go out there, kick the ball, you walk back to the sideline. Exactly. Well, you go out there, you kick the ball down the field, and now you have to make a tackle. Yeah, but you're not necessarily going to break the helmet every time. And if you break the helmet, yeah. they can no, get no, no. you. It doesn't, there, is no, there is no necessarily going to. You might, and that's good enough. Okay, yeah. You need to have I'm another telling... helmet already ready for use to your specifications broken in for you to go out there. I understand. But if you're a rookie who doesn't even play, or you're like the fourth string guy on the team, you're not going in. What you if the top three guys in front of you go down? Okay. And now you'd have – there are a lot of what-ifs, and I don't think that these teams who are very no, no. good at managing money are wasting the money. The, no, they are. They clearly yeah, are. They do. <laughs> you need to prepare for the what-ifs. What do you mean they clearly are? You said they usually carry two to three. That doesn't mean they definitely have a minimum two Every per Every single player. NFL player has more than one helmet. I don't believe that true. That, that statement is factual. Because if a helmet breaks, then what? They just can't play? No, then they have extra helmets. I'm okay, not saying they can't that just give them any random helmet. No, they're not fitted to that player. They do. They have to be measured and everything. Yeah, they yeah. got to be inflated. The the padding inside is inflated to the to the shape of your like the shape of your head and all that. Like you got to have an extra backup or two. A backup. Can't just give yes. them a random I'm helmet. I don't think every player in the league has three helmets. That's all I'm saying. And I think there are some that only have one. Like A.B. and his fucking helmet that he wanted to paint so that he could keep using it. I would tell you that every single player at least has two helmets. At least. I, I don't think so. Because I think there are some players there has that do No, there has to be a rule for it. You just read the rule that each player has to have one helmet. No, 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 no. I said under current players should only have one helmet. Because if there are new helmets, they won't be broken in. There are uh, every team does carry them, but you're not going to carry two helmets for one player and one helmet for another. No team is going to do that. There is not a single Why? NFL team that's going to do that. Because if it comes up that a player player's helmet broke and they didn't have another one to fit to him, and they gave him just another player's helmet, went in there and he got hurt, they would get their ass sued. Oh yeah. Like or you can't you believe. Just take out this one fourth string bum and put in the other fourth string bum. 
and not spend all the money to have an extra helmet on a what if. What if you don't, what if you don't have week. another? No, you spend money on the what ifs. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Especially in what if there's nobody so behind him? Like what if there's nobody like behind that. him on the on the depth chart? What if he's the last guy? Sorry, bud. Put somebody else in. They literally not, had. There so is nobody put, else. There so then you just put a center in at safety, in. huh, Trish? They put a wide receiver in at quarterback in Denver because they didn't have any other quarterbacks. That's, Don't lecture me on them putting that, that, totally that, is, that is a completely position. different scenario. They didn't put How the wide receiver because they didn't put the wide receiver in because the quarterback didn't have another helmet. No, they put he the wide also had had all their quarterbacks got hurt. Quarterback. I'm just saying, if Not everybody's recently, hurt, they're going to put somebody else in. That's what I'm saying. No, but you if think if they had the option, it. you think if they had the option to put a quarterback in, they would have. Yeah, a hundred percent. They okay. didn't have the but option. If they That's don't why have they the option it. because the helmet is broken. Then yes, they'll just go with the next guy. Having in line. the extra You're helmet, going having the something... extra helmet gives you the option. How many times in NFL history has a team had so many wide receivers get hurt that they have no one to go in now? It only needs to happen once. I, but it hasn't. Basically no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that it hasn't. Why do you have car insurance if you're not getting in accidents? Tony put up a great point about them getting sued. You'd, you'd expect them to go to the extreme lengths to not get sued, and that's probably one of those extreme lengths. There's so much liability on that field. If you just fuck up on one little thing like that, you might as well just get everybody two helmets. Okay. Under current NFL rules, players should only have one helmet over the course of a season because if there are new helmets all – all the time, the helmets won't be, quote, broken in. Although, according to an anonymous NFL equipment staff manager, there is no breaking in process, <laughs> and there's just a, there's a risk of the helmet being ill-fitted, which means that these players are just throwing helmets on and playing the game. They don't give a fuck about There's not a fits. single player doing that. Yeah, no. They're Every single fitted. NFL player has had a helmet fitted to them. Every single one. So that guy is just full of shit then? Yeah. Why? Well, where were you reading that? <laughs> Quora, I'm looking at it too. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Googled the same thing I did. He just chose the facts that fit his narrative. Oh, as Tony's to... seen it. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But if, if you're going to sit here and tell me every player has one helmet, I, I, I'd say you're an idiot. It's as simple as that. No, yeah, they definitely I'm have not one. saying every yeah. player. I'm every saying player. that there are some players that only have one. Okay, I'm not stubborn AB. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying there are some players hey, that only have when one helmet. When AB was a Steeler, he had multiple helmets fitted to him. AB's a Buccaneer. He has multiple helmets fitted to him. Right, I understand. I'm not – I never said AB. Zap did. I'm saying he I did think bring him up there before, are some guys but... that aren't – no, I said AB tried to bring his helmet from the Steelers to the Raiders. And I thought that was ridiculous because he wanted the one helmet and he wasn't allowed to buy a new one. So how did he have multiple of the one helmet? Anyway – my point is, I think there are like kickers or, you know, especially people that only kick like field goals. Why the fuck do they need a helmet? Punters. Like multiple. Punter. Punters are people too. Punters also, they just go out, they punt the ball, they go back. And again, well, the reason I brought up field goal kickers is because if you're kicking a field goal, you're most likely not going to have to tackle anybody. Like rarely are you going to have to tackle someone. And then Until even then. Do. And your helmet breaks. Okay, God forbid. <laughs> I'm just saying I think there are teams and players who only wear one helmet. Not entire teams, just players only on wear, teams that, that only doesn't wear mean have. Helmet. 
only have one helmet. How many they pairs don't need of shoes multiple. do you have? Like, it's Holy the same shit. thing. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that there are players who only have one helmet. They don't need more. I would what also tell you the league more? is probably more likely to give your lesser-paid player more helmets than your higher-paid player because your lesser-paid player is the type of person who would be more likely to file a grievance against the league. I I'm just The NFL says you only need one. <laughs> you so, should only need one. Right. So the if NFL saying recommends you, you only, only wear one. one helmet. Right. So what? What do you mean, so what? If it's okay to only have one helmet, then there it, are people who only it have doesn't one say it's only. It doesn't say it's okay to only have one helmet. It's, it's okay to it's not only it's recommended that they but wear they one only helmet. wear one helmet. Yeah. In the case of that, that you need that's to not get a them second saying, helmet. Hey, don't have a backup. Yeah. You're not allowed to have. Yeah. You're not allowed to protect yourself in a second situation, <laughs> in a backup situation. You're just taken out of the game. All right, I'm going to do more every, research. You know send I'll get helmets back out every week for x rays. Really? Yeah, I, yeah. I could see that. The past couple of years for sure. Wait, helmets? Why? Probably Make scan sure it for okay the... and structurally sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have our Shining Stars Ohio list to get to. Uh, This was a tougher list to put together out of the six professional sports teams in the state of Ohio. We have the Reds, Indians, Browns, Bengals, Cavaliers, and Blue Jackets. We'll start off like we always do with one. Eric, who is your one? My number one is Baker Mayfield. That's my number one. Zach? That's also uh, my number one. I got Nick Chubb as number one. Okay. Tom? I have Baker. And Trish, you have Baker? I have Baker, yeah. Eric, who's your two? Odell Beckham Jr. That's my two. Zach? Uh, I have Odell as two as well. Tom? Odell's my two. Trish? I have Kevin Love. Eric, who's your three? My number three is Joe Burrow. My number three is Miles Garrett. Zach? Uh, Jadavion Clowney. Tom? Miles Garrett. Trish? My number three is also uh, Joe Burrow. Eric, who's your four? This is where I have Miles Garrett. This is where I have Joe Burrow. Zach? Uh, I have Jarvis Landry here. Tom? I have Joe Burrow. Trish? I have Odell. Eric, who's your five? This is where it gets kind of tough. My number five is Kareem Hunt. I still have it pretty easy with my five. My five is Kevin Love. Zach? This is where I go Baker. Tom? Uh, I go Nick Chubb here. Trish? Jarvis Landry. Eric, we got six. This is where I have Kevin Love. Is where I have Jarvis Landry. Zach? I got Joe Burrow. Tom? I have Colin Sexton. Trish? I have uh, Jose Ramirez. Eric, who's your seven? Joey Votto. Zach? Uh, Yeah, I got Joey Votto at seven as well. Tom? I have Jarvis Landry. Trish? I have Nick Chubb. I have Jamar Chase. First round draft pick of the Cincinnati Bengals this year. Uh, Eric, eight. Back-to-back baseball players, Jose Ramirez. Zach? 
Uh, I got Jamar Chase. Tom? Kevin Love. Trish? Nick Chubb. This or is where I have... just do. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. This is where I have Joey Votto at eight. Nine, Eric? Nick Chubb. Zach? I got Sonny Gray here. Wow. Tom? Joey Votto. Trish? This is nine. Yeah, this is nine. Donovan, Donovan Peoples-Jones. I also said Nick Chubb twice. I meant Miles Garrett on the last one. My okay. bad. Donovan Peoples-Jones, huh? Yeah. Go big. I he's, have, big he's big out there. I have Joe Mixon. Uh, okay. Yeah. Ten, Eric? Colin Sexton. Zach? Luis Castillo. Tom? Cincinnati Reds. Jamar Chase. Trish? This is why I also have Jamar Chase. I have Jadavian Clowney at 10. Uh, no hockey players. No. Only no. a few of us said Colin Sexton. I had him. I took him off. For who? Uh, Jadavian Clowney. He would have been my 10. Yeah, I fact, figured I needed to throw baseball in there somewhere, so I threw in uh, Jose Ramirez. Yeah, I, just had fact, I, com- I completely forgot about Miles Garrett. I was trying to take someone on the uh, <laughs> Indians, and I just didn't know who to take. <laughs> Shane Bieber was, I think, was on there for me for a little bit, but I took him off. Yeah. I mean, a couple years ago, it's Lindor. For sure. Oh, easy. Or I'd say last year, it's Lindor. <laughs> uh, what do we want to do next for next Tuesday? Oh, we're doing episode Tuesday? Yeah, we're not doing one Friday. Okay. What do we want to do next? What's the next Should market we want to tear yeah, down? You want to do the state of Texas? The state, state of Texas. Texas. State the of whole Texas state? is fun. Whole, yeah, whole state. Whole state. So Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. Me and Tony. So here's the thing. Me and Tony did a top 10 for Houston. Tough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. I, I think it'd be should, easier to just do the whole state. Texas should be pretty. Cut and dry. Cowboys dominant. Yeah. You got the Astros, put, too. Yeah, but Which I would did, say, but man. they're still I, I would, really good. There's basketball players I'd have in front of Astros. I'd have John yeah. Wall over some a couple of the Astros yeah. for sure. Yeah, I might have well, one when Harden was still there. It was definitely Harden. What is one? Yeah, oh, I don't know about that. By the you way, don't think, Texas, you think Dallas trumps it? Yeah, Texas is another one trumps that. anything. Texas is another one that five years ago looks completely different than what. Yeah, I, I think one. I think one cut and dry is Dak. Could even go Luca. I think that's yeah, probably my two. I think Luca's up there. Yeah. But yeah, how about Jason Kidd going to the Mavs? Oh, good, good transition. Yeah. Four what year are they deal. doing? What are they doing? The four-year deal for Kidd and the search firm hired a Nike executive as a president of basketball operations. Hmm. What is Mark Cuban doing? Good job. Hey, he's what done well Cuban so far. Doing? Don't question him now. He's done well so far. He's made this team, you know, a little more recognizable than it was. I see, I he's see got a one title. championship in 20 years. Yeah, he got him a championship. <laughs> in one of the biggest markets in the country. So Rick Carlisle goes back to Indiana. Yeah, back to Indiana. I didn't know he would Trish send that to Zach, not me. I, I, I didn't even know he was a uh, he was coach of the Pacers back in the day. Right. Every yeah. one of us forgot about that in the group chat. The return. Everyone did. Uh, I also confused him. Uh, I, I confused Rick Carlisle with Randy Carlisle a couple times. Oh, my. Former yeah. uh, Toronto Maple Leafs head coach. 
Rick Carlisle was the coach in the Mouse at the Palace. Yeah, I did. Where he was coaching his old Detroit Pistons team. That, coaching against, I should say. That is something I did not realize until, you know, you put his uh, coaching history in, the, in that group chat. It's a weird coaching history, isn't it? Yeah, but, like, he was in Dallas for so long, you know? 14 years. It's just so hard to see him somewhere else. And, and say, fun. like, he was other places. It's, like, it's kind of like Eric Spolstra. Imagine seeing Spolstra coaching somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but then forgetting, you know, oh, he was here beforehand. Well, Spolstra, um, like, built up through the heat, at least. So, That's the only other, like, one I could think of, though. So John said two things about that. Number one, you could see where the wheels started coming off for Carlisle in Indiana. And two, he had a full head of hair. I'll do it. And the Celtics got their guy, too. Game two, Hawks, Bucks tonight? I believe so, yes. Hawks took game one, Trey Young. Yeah, I'm shocked. Hawks in four. We're at the point where you can't be shocked by the Hawks anymore. No. No, I still am. Like, they... In my opinion, they didn't beat that great of teams. Philly's decent. That's not the 76ers are good, but I don't consider them great. I thought the Bucs were gonna run over either of those teams, and then they took game one. I think the Knicks were a joke. They barely made it there to begin with. So that was a gimme to Atlanta. I think the Knicks didn't barely make it. They were a four seed. Yeah, that's the higher seeded. They also played good teams. Their top players didn't show up for the playoffs. This was a fluke, and it showed it. I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking. I don't. I don't. Hawks had Hawks had everything against them last series. They lose Game Six at home, going on the road for Game Seven. That team loses nine times out of ten. But Eric, your Sixers never fail to disappoint. Always lose game seven on their home court. And now Trey Young walks into Milwaukee. And that shimmy he did, was it on Drew Holiday? Is that who he did yeah. it on? Oh, that was nasty. That was disrespectful. That was great. <laughs> that was did disgusting. you see what he said uh, in the conference, press conference afterwards? No. He's like, yeah, I just had a lot of time. <laughs> he had a ton of time. The best thing it was, been... uh... go ahead. It would have been amazing if he did that whole shimmy and then missed it. <laughs> the best thing was Giannis. Giannis in the huddle showing the team what he did. He's yeah. like, he he dropped you and then he shimmied. What are we doing? They still lost. But they take home court advantage. Even if they lose tonight, they still have home court advantage. And they've been pretty good in Atlanta this year. Imagine if they win. Playoff. If they win tonight. They win tonight. I, I, you should fire Budenholzer before you get to the plane. If they win tonight or Tony, we putting all our money on them uh, game three. <laughs> oh, it might be a Bucks money oh, line situation. Yeah. yeah, it might be. All right, so that's going to wrap this episode. We'll see you Tuesday. We're going to do the state of Texas for our shining stars on Tuesday. No episode next Friday. Uh, the majority of us are going to be at Yankees Mets. Yep. Uh, now it's not looking like DeGrom pitching next Friday. Really? Yeah, I looked at the probable pictures of, uh, pictures on ESPN. I think it was Peterson. Is that who it is? Yeah, you know, because he's pitching tomorrow. Hell of a drop-off. DeGrom's Hell pitching tomorrow. There's a chance he might, because that's only I one think, pitcher behind DeGrom. I think we need a rain out between now and then. Yeah. A rain out that, that would, just you, just affects the Mets. Imagine if it rains on Friday, though. Oh, that that or Pete, Peterson gets shelled tonight, and then they just push DeGrom up one. Well, he'd need to be pushed back one, because it says DeGrom's pitching Thursday. 
All right, so then, yeah, push back then. We need a rain out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or somebody to, to jump into your rotation. I'm surprised they wouldn't want to save the Grom for that Yankees series. Yeah, because if he pitches Thursday, he's out for the whole series. Yeah. Which, you guys got an important series. What was it? Is it the Phillies before that? We got Atlanta. Or, yeah, I think it's Atlanta again. It's a division uh, rival. I know that. And that's more important than beating the Yankees. Yeah. But every episode of the Too Many Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. We are doing Texas on Tuesday. And we will see you then.